because if we go back 12 months, this was when they really put a stamp on the page for their move over here to Victoria because Elephant, uh, he won a race and said this is a horse that could well um, be a horse to follow. And 12 months later, this day, yeah. this day he's here in the P.B. Lawrence uh, Stakes and it's great to have a chat uh, to Emily this morning. Good morning, Emily. How are you? Good morning. Thanks. Uh, yeah, very well, thanks. A lot's happened in 12 months. Yeah, a lot's happened. Um, you know, this time last year, I was probably feeling the same nerves, but probably for a different sort of reason. Uh, we didn't know how we were going to go over in Australia. Um, obviously, that worked out. And yeah, this time we're going for a big step up to starting off last time. So, yeah, the nerves are a bit different. And the Bussett and Youngs did it before you, and uh, you're, you're all down at Cranbourne now. Every, everyone's at Cranbourne now. Uh, we were down there on Tuesday, and it's a it's a training city. Has it taken any adjusting to get a, get, get accustomed to the rhythms of uh, such a huge complex? Um, no, we were probably quite lucky to have trained out of Cambridge in New Zealand, which itself is a very busy sort of training centre. Um, it's one of New Zealand's biggest um, by far. So, yeah, in that sort of way... That, because it's such a big facility, we sort of don't see much more busyness than we used to see at Cambridge. Just kind of do your own thing. I think that's how people sort of treat it. The, the hill track out the side, just comparing the amenities from Cambridge, and the Cambridge is, we've had Melbourne Cup winners and champions trained out of Cambridge. What's the, the comparison between training out of Cambridge and training out of Cranbourne? Oh, I think there are some similarities there. Uh, you know, um, we've got a lot of the same facilities um, back in Cambridge that we could use. Um, we obviously used the hill track quite a lot back there. Um, so, yeah, it's good to have a bit of change and have that available for us. Tell us about Sparta Racing. Where, where did that name come from? Oh, it's a, a pretty long story, that one. It was a sheep trading company a um, long, long time ago when David was a... Um, more of a stock agent than a horse trainer uh, and then we just sort of went from there What about today? I mean we've been talking about this race how there's a, you know fitness versus first up and class and, and bigger goals and how various horses will map and the elephant's drawn out in nine. Uh, first impression when you when you saw that marble fall? Obviously it was an ideal um, we would have liked to have drawn in a little bit uh, but saying that, you know, for his first up run without a, without having his customary sort of two or three jump outs leading in, um, it's probably, we're going to ride conservatively, probably just let him jump pretty slow and take a sit and then hopefully see him hitting the line. Um, yeah, which will be a nice sort of see where we're at and a nice lead in for hopefully his next few starts. Um, but yeah, if we're... We've drawn in. We might have been a little bit more aggressive and things like that. But, um, yeah, I think today we're just... Hopefully we can run into a good place and you never know if he's good enough. He could run over the top. He, he's a big bit of an in-betweener, isn't he? He's not necessarily a, a leading Group 1 big mile race contender, but he's, 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 he's thereabouts, isn't he? The Waterford Crystal Mile, those sort of races come to mind. Have you got a, are you going to wait and see to see how he goes today to work out where you go? Yeah, I think, and that's very much what we thought last year. Um, today will sort of tell us how high we aim, uh, where we aim and all those sort of things. And, you know, we're just hoping that he's back to back to his best. Uh, off his work, we'd think he would be. Uh, but, yeah, it's not till race day pressure 
Um, obviously, given his, his couple of little issues he, he had come up, um, yeah, it'll be, be an interesting day for sure, and it'll tell us where we set our sights for. Well, he became a bit of a cult hero last spring, and he was just a lip off a start in a Cox Plate when he just got touched out in the fee. And so, you mentioned those little issues. He only had the one run in the autumn where things didn't go to plan. What what were the issues? Uh, so he had a knee chip, which was removed. It was, it was fairly minor surgery. Um, so, you know, he's come back good, but it's always sort of in the back of your mind. How do they come back after after a little bit of an injury? Um, but yeah, off his work, and we were really happy with his troll the other day. Um, you'd have to think that. Hopefully, we're, we're back to our best. Probably the other was... thing with him, too, is that he's now... Last year, he'd never left the farm. He'd never had an overnight trip away. Um, all those sort of things when he landed in Melbourne. Um, so he's a lot more mature mentally than he was this time last year. Still only had the 10 starts. And he, he as Michael said, got beaten the lip at Wait for Age in the Fian last year. He's by shocking... Um, at you know early stages in his career, were you expecting that he was going to get to trips uh, to 2,000, maybe beyond? To be honest, we've always wanted to put him over 2,000, and one way or another, something sort of stopped us getting there. Um, he's either come to the end of his prep or, you know, last time an injury. Um, so, yeah, we've always sort of thought he was probably more ideally a 2,000-metre horse, but he's just gone so well in the shorter trips and the lead-up that we sort of just kept him at the same distance. Um, you know, all going well. It'll be nice to see him up over a little bit further. Um, yeah, he relaxes well in his races and finishes off well. So I can't see it being a problem. Is he still putting his lip lip up like an elephant? Yep, sure is. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kiwi Morgs is a great uh, contributor to RSN and he's got a good eye for a, a, a sneaky Kiwi or two and he said, can you ask Emily how Gone West is coming to hand, a very promising Kiwi stayer coming off injury and I do note that you've ended Gone West in both the Caulfield and the Melbourne Cups. Um, yeah, no, we did put a, we put a cheeky nom in for those because obviously it's early and um, you never know what happens in the spring. But um, yeah, he's, he's actually coming up really well. He trolled up pretty nicely at Cranbourne the other day. Uh, he doesn't love wet tracks, but he got through it okay the other day. Um, so he's probably looking to kick off in about a fortnight. All right, we'll wait for him and, and just maybe a watch and, watch and see today? Yeah, I think so. Uh, he's not really revved up as much as we probably had him this time last year because, um, you know, we haven't put as many trolls in or, or things like that. And obviously, fresh up this time, it's a a lot tougher field than we've had fresh up before. Good on you, Emily. Best of luck. Thanks very much.